Welcome to a quick shot of romance. I am Becky, and joining me for this episode is Heather. Hi, Heather. Hi, Becky. Um, do you got your hockey lineup ready to go for tonight? I 1000% do. I love it because February is all hockey. So. All hockey. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I'm really excited about this title, and we've pretty much done every something with every book in this series mm-hmm. um, since they came out. And so we are talking on this quick shot of romance about Canon by Sawyer Bennett. It is book six in the Pittsburgh Titan series. This will be a spoiler-free episode as we are releasing it uh, within the week of release. So, Okay, I'll remember that. Um, how much did you love Canon? A lot. A <laughs> lot, a lot. Um, I think he was teased so well in Gage's book. It really made me um, really anxious for his story well and we knew he was coming after uh cohen's book too Mm -hmm. and everybody was excited to see because we'd had this terrible coach situation in the team that was creating a lot of angst and you knew that that coach i think after baden's book we knew that coach was not long for the team no and he was just a really terrible human being um but i think you have to sort of have characters that you love to hate and yeah. a series or a book well and i wasn't sure about canon because while he had been teased we did not have a lot of backstory on him no and that i think is probably like what made me really excited because what i we did get of him engaged i really liked him and so it was more getting to know him deeper as a character yeah and he he surprised me in the best way possible. I think, first of all, what I'm going to say, if you are reading this book, you should, 1000%, but you need to find a book friend who reads this with you that you can text because you're going to need it. Yeah, That's all I'm going to tell it. you. Um, okay, so here's the breakdown. This release is February 28, 2023. Tropes, age gap, hockey romance. This They have a great meet cute. One mm-hmm. night stand, instant attraction, and Canon is absolute book boyfriend. At the end of the episode, there are six books out in this series. I'm going to ask you to rank them from your favorite to your least favorite before we. That's exit. not fair. I just have to because <laughs> I just have to. Um, she did this. Sawyer did this in her reading group, and I was like, "Okay, this is my first, my second, my third, my fourth, my fifth. And she's like, "That's not the rule. You were supposed to pick one." I'm like. I can't. Well, then she made me pick between Gage and Wild. That's not. She's like, who would be your Valentine for real, though? And I'm like, wow. Wow. We are throwing the shade over there (laughs) in the everlasting party. No kidding. She's just evil. Um, Anyway, this series is the Pittsburgh Titans. This is an absolute standalone uh, series they are slightly connected i think that this is a series you do get a lot out of if you read them in order but they do not have agree. to be yeah uh put out percentage was 12 percent. oh but heather has 10 percent, and it is hot damn good girl <laughs> i just i think i read that and i might have either messaged sawyer or lisa and i was like what because it's 
oh, this man's mouth. But so far, Ooh. these books, so starting with Baden to Stone to Gage mm-hmm. to Cohen to Drake, the spice has been building. They've all had these like slow burns. And then Cohen got super spicy in the woods. And then we had Drake who he was a potty mouth and he didn't, he liked to ask for it when he wanted it. Yeah, he was a great surprise too. (laughs) And I wasn't sure how, I didn't know who Cannon was going to be, but damn. Hot damn is all you can say. Yeah. 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 Um, I did listen to the audiobook of this, and I Same. think you did too. Mm-hmm. It is narrated by Stephen Dexter and Mackenzie Cartwright. And this was my first time, I think, listening to Stephen Dexter. And I know that um, I kept telling everyone he sounds like Optimus Prime, total new kink unlocked. Like it was his mm-hmm. voice was sexy AF in this book. It's real, like, yeah. It was a good, very good narration. If you are an audiobook fan, this is, even if, I feel like if you're not sure if you are, this is a I, good one. Hop in here. It's a good Yeah, it's he's good got one. this low tenor of a voice that's kind of edgy, but not overly gravelly. Um, and he did a really great job when he was reading the female parts in his, mm-hmm. in the right. male points of view. And it didn't feel jarring. The voices flowed so well together. Um, mm-hmm. Also, he sounds like Optimus Prime and it was sexy. Yeah. I mean, Canon has a way, like the character has a way with words. And then as Stephen Dexter is talking, you're like, I need a fan and I'm in Minnesota in the winter. So... Yeah. Hot, hot, hot. Okay, so let's talk about this book. So the mm-hmm. setup of the book is Cannon is the new coach joining the Pittsburgh Titans. Um, the season is just underway. Brand new season. He's in a brand new um, brand new city. He coached overseas. He was a for- he was a former pro player um, and he gave up his career. Uh, to take care of his wife who was um, dying of cancer. Yeah. And he, I really liked him. He was such a complex character. He was more than just the sports guy. He really had this caretaking side, which I think is really going to play into the next couple of books that we have coming up in this series that we're really going to see this, who he is as a whole of a human. Um, He's a people person. He cares very deeply about the relationships that he has. Um, he he understands that as a coach, he's supposed to coach and lead these men, both his coaching staff, but also the players. But he genuinely cares about the people that are in his care. Yeah. Well, and... So we see that um, just in how he interacts with the people in the world around him, his heroine is Ava. Mm-hmm. And Ava is an assistant manager at the coffee shop in his neighborhood. Yep. And he is so kind to the baristas in the shop and to Hannah. And he takes time to be kind to them and to say hello. And um, 
They're meet cute. They don't actually discuss it. He's already established himself in the coffee shop. And then he goes back or she goes back and reflects on how they met. And basically she bumped into him because she was checking him out. And he spilled coffee on himself when she ran into him. Yeah. And he is like very drawn to Ava. So like Ava is he's an early riser. So she sits at the table and he like comes over and just like basically like bugs her when she's working and is just very attracted and drawn to her and they have this like kind of fun flirty banter and he has a really great internal dialogue with himself like he he's so guarded in a way but yet he's not guarded I know which is a very interesting but he has a real yeah he has an internal dialogue with like I really like her. And did I just seriously ask her out on a date? I don't have time for a girlfriend. Like, what am I thinking? You know? (laughs) I think what I liked about him really is as a character, he was kind of this mess of contradictions. But at the end of the day, he, because he wanted to care. He wanted to have time and space in his life for her. But he's very honest with her. My job is demanding. And a lot of that stems from the past relationship with his past wife, um, with his wife that has died. And that, you know, he wasn't able to meet her demands when he was a player. And he has made it his mission going forward that he's always going to be up front. Um, That, you know, his time is limited. He has to travel for work. You know, he's his job is not nine to five as a hockey coach. No. And I think there's a level of guilt. It's sort of like he loves hockey. Hockey is definitely a love and a passion for him. And so he, but he sort of given the past, it's almost like he doesn't realize that he can have love like a personal life and have hockey. Yeah. Um, So let's talk about Ava because she was a really great character. Mm -hmm. You know, we've had some really amazing female characters in this series, but I have to say, I think Ava might have been one of the most, like, strongest, know herself the best in all the heroines. Because, so basically, she has a one night stand with Cannon. And she didn't plan on spending the night with him. She has to work the next morning. And her, the alarm doesn't go off. Yeah. She doesn't actually make it to work on time. She comes roll. I mean, and that's a coffee shop. So it's not like, you know, she, her workday starts at 10. I mean, she opens a coffee shop. Yeah. She was like a good half an hour, 45 minutes late. Yeah. Yeah. So that didn't bode well. Um, she also is sort of a transplant. So she um, is in a brand new city. She followed a man and kind of lost everything after this guy um, cheated on her. And she's sort of on her own. And she has kind of promised herself that she was not ever going to put herself in that situation again. Yeah, where she's reliant on a man for the money and her place that she lives or a job. Mm -hmm. And so she loses her job. And obviously, Cannon is a little at fault for this. And he could have given her handouts. He could have given her step-ups, leg-ups. Mm-hmm. You know, he could have been like, oh, let me introduce you to the owner of our hockey team. She owns tons of businesses. He didn't. One, because he didn't 
want to overstep, but two, she never asked him to either. No. And she several times was like, I'm just a whatever. And he's like, no, we're not doing that. Like, you aren't just anything. Like, she's she's very smart. Like, she's she's a smart, she's yeah. a smart chick. And she took the coffee shop job because she needed a job. And so that sort of just tells you like she's pretty resilient and she isn't afraid to do what she needs to do to make things work for herself. But she also checks herself so often. And I was like, so proud of her because while I want, we all were rooting for them to get together. I was also just rooting for Ava because she was really kind of finding herself and getting her feet back on the ground. And she was, she was making crap happen for herself yeah. And that was, I loved watching that happen for her. And she gets some revenge, but I can't spoil it, but it might be my favorite scene in this entire book. And that's after several good girls and a whole lot of dirty talking. Um, but this scene, so this scene was amazing. It was what every girl that had ever been dumped kind of revenge scene also, it reaffirms that Sawyer Bennett might be the best writer of a girl gang ever. 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 I think Sawyer writes amazing heroines. They are not wallflowers. Like, I think sometimes people will look at them and, like, write them off given, like, what they do for a job. Like, I think about Brienne Norcross. Norcross. Like, you would think she would be this snotty, uppity person, and that's not who she is. So, like... Yeah. If you have, if you think you know what Ava is going to be like, she's not. No. You have to get to know her. And she's an amazing, strong character. And I think that's something exceptional that Sawyer Bennett does is the way she writes her stories. We really get to know these characters. And I've been thinking lately that when I review books, particularly Sawyer's books, I talk about these people like they're real. And that they're my friends and that I'm like integral parts of their lives. Um, and I, <laughs> I think, but I think that goes to show the quality in which this author writes her stories because mm -hmm. the way she describes them, there aren't a ton of authors that can do that, that can make it feel like, you know, I am, I'm on the Pittsburgh Titans team. I am one of the girl gangs. Like, these are my friends. These are my people. Um mm -hmm. And I think that goes to show like her level of writing. She's created this world. She's created these people that feel so real, so human to me because they canon has some really big human, human moments. And so does mm -hmm. Ava herself. Like things are not perfect, mm -mm. but they're, they're great characters. And I also love like, let's be real. Canon's a big deal. I mean, He's the head coach of the Pittsburgh Titans. This is his rebuilding um, season. He's in a sports town and he's a really big deal. And like people in the sports world know who he is, but she's never like, mm, I'm dating Canon. Um, like her brother is like, um, what? And yeah, her she dad is like, huh? it. She just like throws it out. Cause he's like, well, does he have a job? And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah kind of. It, it's just, and he's like, Ken's like, you never told them, and she's like, you're just a guy. Like, you kind of had to earn your stripes, friend. You know, I don't know, are you worth it? You, you know what I mean? 
And that is the other thing. I, this is like a friend's kind of starts as like a friends with benefits kind of thing, which is great down for the friends with benefits, but we all know how that ends. Right. Right. But I love, she stood up for herself and she was like, yep, this isn't, I, I need, I want, and this is what I need. This is what I want. And she held her ground. Well, and, and there is a little bit of a dark moment and she her steps falter a little bit, yep. but in the end, she figures out what she needs and what's going to work for her. And never does she like waffle back and forth about like, well, maybe he'll come back or maybe things will write themselves. Maybe he'll feel differently. Um, instead, she holds her ground and knows that she needs to keep moving forward and do what is best for her. And Sawyer Bennett knows how to write a dark moment that's going to make your stomach drop to your damn knees. Yeah. And uh, I'm looking at the percentage and I'm like, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. Okay. So I have some speculation a little bit about this book and it's in the, in the end, uh, because this takes place around the holiday season and the families come together and she mentions that, Cannon's family lives out west, and the one brother lives in Wyoming. And do you know what else is in Wyoming? Wicked horse. And her brother is making plans to visit him in Wyoming. Are we going back to the wicked horse? I mean, please say yes. I don't know. If you're listening. Well, I want to. I do. I do. So what we're saying is... Or do they open a wicked horse in, like, Pittsburgh or North Carolina? There's all these things. Also, I'm going to just say, I'm calling dibs on my friends. Um, Well, Camden, (laughs) I feel like... Okay, Camden... I just think he's going to break me, and I'm here for it. Wait, wait, before we go any further, I just want to say, so at the release of, like, as Canon is now hitting shelves and stuff like this, about a week or so ago, Sawyer Bennett and her uh, president of everything um, gave us the next three books in this series and um, put up the pre-order links for it for the next three books. But we got exclusive sneak peeks of the covers before they were put out publicly. And there's a character coming. There's a character coming that we have been waiting for since Wild. We've Mm -hmm. been waiting for this character since the Arizona Vengeance, like, book six. Yes. And that is Bane. Bane has been transferred from Arizona. No. He was not transferred. He was traded. Sorry. Traded. Sorry, I got my sports ball terms wrong. (laughs) He was traded to Pittsburgh. Okay, so now you may talk. We have three books. So after canon, there are three books headed our way. And what are those three books? Um, It is Camden, Bain. Camden, Hendrix, and Bain. Hendrix and Bain. Well, Hendrix is next, I think. 
I think Hendrix is next. I can't. I don't. I get am him. so excited. I'm like, I can't even think straight. And we are going to get all three of these books this year. Yes. So I think it is Hendrix. He is the last of the sur- three survivors of the, um, or the last. He is one. We've only had Cohen is the first survivor. Hendrix is the next survivor. Of the original three from the crash. And then Camden. So here it goes. So after Canon comes Hendrix, which is, it says here is a June release. Camden is another survivor and he is an August release. Bane is the one that was traded and he is a November release. release. Yeah. Um, Yes. So these covers, I mean, I think the other six covers are hot um i'm just gonna say she outdid herself on book seven eight and nine yeah they're phenomenal the models are fantastic um Mm -hmm. yeah i'm super excited about these three books okay so before we are done with this from one to six uh-huh. One being your absolute favorite so far in this series, and we'll revisit when we get to the next book. Um, so let's start. Who Stone. is Stone? Is Stone your is least? My first. No, nope, Stone oh. is my number one. Stone is your number one. Gage is my number two. Um, Baden three. Uh, oh, I forgot Cannon. And Drake. And I, I don't know. Okay. I, so Gage. Yep. Drake. Mm-hmm. Baden. Mm-hmm. Cannon. Cohen. Stone. Those are my six. In order for um, my favorite. I mean, I love them all. These are all phenomenal reads. I know. Yeah. Um, I think Drake and then Cohen. And then, um, oh, shit, then I forgot Cannon. <laughs> Heather just wants them all. She loves them all. I don't know. I just, I, I re-listened to, um, there's a character. And yeah, I re-listened to Stone recently. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, Stone God. was a very emotion. So Stone and Baden were very, very emotional. Mm-hmm. Very, very yeah. emotional. And their books, and even Cohen is emotional, but I think there was more emotion in Stone's book. And okay. we did a quick shot, and it'll be linked in our on-the-shelf show notes. You're going to, if you haven't listened to that one, you should go back and listen to it, because there was some big feels in that book. Um, mm-hmm. It just, you know, he just wasn't my favorite, because I like the Dirty Tuckers, and I got a thing. Drake, he's so much like Wild. There's just my heart. Mm-hmm. Or not Drake, I like but Drake. Gage. Gage. I love Gage. He's, He's mine. Guy. And I will fight you, Carolina. So we're just, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Heather, thank you so much for joining me and talking about canon. Um, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yes, loved it. Obviously, read it. It's a great hockey romance. Um, I love this side of hockey, too. I think we never really talked about that. But seeing this flip side of hockey, not as a player, was really fun. It was really fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Until next time, everyone. Happy reading. 
Find us on Instagram at buzzingaboutromance or on Twitter at buzzingromance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes. 